The information provided in podcast eligible and accompanying material is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered tax or financial advice. You should consult with your financial or tax professional to determine what works best for your individual needs. You're tuning in to Podcast Eligible, a staying healthy and saving money with an FSA or HSA podcast. Hello and welcome to Podcast Eligible. Uh, my name is Sean Hampt, and with me, as always, is my producer and co-host extraordinaire, Kevin Oltan. Hey. I need to come up with a different greeting with hey. I feel like I don't want that to be my catchphrase, because yours is really nice. It's always like, hello and welcome. It's so inviting and elegant, and I'm just like, hey. Well, you're representing... Hey. The, you're the everyman of this podcast. We've been over this. We're too wise. <laughs> hey. So... Um, our, our lives are pretty crazy lately because uh, it's November 1st today, and uh, the FSA deadline for millions of Americans arrives on uh, the 31st of December. So we're doing everything possible to make sure that if you come visit the site on 1231 or any time before then... Hopefully before then. I, hopefully before. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you have enough of an interest in FSA's name says. 1231 deadline is so major that we totally skipped over the Halloween episode <laughs> of this and went straight to deadline. It's true, yeah. <laughs> Even though our, our Halloween party was fun. But, um, so, you know, towards the end of the year, if you have an FSA, um, and most, most people who come to our site can use our calculator and really kind of make sure that they um, estimated their contribution uh, in line with what their medical budget is for the year. But, you know, things happen, and if for some reason you you find that you have, you know, one, two, three, like maybe even $1,000 left in your FSA towards the end of the year, you have this two-month crunch where you really have to find a way to spend it or else uh, you forfeit it at the end of the year. So for this episode, we're going to focus on medical services. So... Uh, next month, we're going to do a full product blowout of all of our favorites and uh, give you plenty of ideas to spend. But since you still have time to make appointments and do all those things, there are a number of medical services that you can do that you can pay for with your FSA funds that are maybe things you've been putting off or things that you just want to take a deeper dive into. But also, like, I feel like after, so after a year of working here and writing about, learning about FSAs and, you know, people that use them... I, feel, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, Sean, but I feel like, you know, most most of our can most of the sect that's confused about FSAs fall into two different camps. They either know that they can use it on certain products and not know that they can use it on services or people that know that they can use it on services and not products. I mean, you know, like I feel at the very least, like a lot of the that's that's like a common trend in our, our the comments on our social social media anyway. FSA confusion comes in all sorts of colors and stripes, <laughs> but um, I think by and large, products are, I, I would say products are the biggest stumbling block for people. Yeah. I think, you know, going to a doctor's office is like inherently medical and um, most people's understanding of this FSAs is true. are yeah. covering medical yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. That's why when most people talk about products, the first thing they mention is like first aid stuff because it's something that comes to mind as being inherently medical. But always band-aids. 
I mean, we definitely sell plenty of band-aids. And we definitely sell like, yeah, we're pulling I mean, plenty like, of band-aids. And people need people need band-aids. I, I guess I I've my finger in the kitchen all the time. <laughs> yeah. So um but in terms of services, we wanted to just lay out some important facts in terms of FSA regulations. So um, say you've got a medical procedure this year and you wanted to use your FSA. An important thing to keep in mind is that you can't split FSA expenses between plan years. So if you wanted to, say if it had like a payment plan or something like that, um, if the service was incurred, and we're gonna use this year, if the service was incurred in 2018, you can't pay for it with 2019 FSA funds. So you'll have to pay for it with how, how, how many um, FSA dollars you have remaining, um, or if you can cover it in full, even better. But you have to keep in mind in terms of budgeting that um, to pay for the expense, it has to be within a certain plan year. Um, so if you have like a major medical um, operation or um, anything that you have coming up, make sure that you check with your benefits administrator to see if they will, um, one, cover the expense, and two, if they possibly want additional documentation to reimburse you for it. But with that said, um, there's a lot of different things that you can do to um, go through your FSA funds at, at this time of year. And I would say, first and foremost, um, one of the best ways to use an FSA is to have it cover co-payments and your deductible expenses. So most people have hit their deductible by this point. Yeah. But um, that may not be the case with, say, maybe your dental or your or, or your vision. Vision, yeah. Uh, so if you haven't got, gotten your, your teeth cleaned this year, go make an appointment, need an eye exam, do that. Another one um, that, oddly enough, my mom tells me about is go to... <laughs> Go to the dermatologist every once in a while, just in case. <laughs> like, uh, apparently, a full body scan, it sounds very strange, but it's a good way to test for skin cancer. And um, Kevin's giving me a weird look. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not giving you a weird look. I, I, I'm, I'm getting like an epiphany, like a realization type of look that I was like, oh, of course I knew that you can use it um, for dermatologist services, but I should probably try to get a full body scan at some point. Yeah, I, I think I've told you this story before. Um, uh, my dad actually had a melanoma on top of his head, and he didn't know about it until he went to the chiropractor, and his chiropractor... Of all people, right? Well, he was at the he was lying down on a table, so he had, a, he had the perfect angle yeah. to see. So yeah. he was like, mm, that doesn't look good. Went to the dermatologist, and he was like, that's early onset melanoma. If he let it slide, he could have died. So, like... That stuff is no joke. Um, skin cancer is real. Uh, this is not going to become the Skin Cancer Podcast. This is still the FSA Deadline Podcast. But, um, so... The Nightmare Edition. <laughs> the Giving Kevin Nightmares Edition of this podcast. <laughs> so, um, you know, th those are kind of like yearly things you should do just to promote your own wellness. So if you haven't done those um, already, that's an easy way to kind of spend down your deductible or spend down your uh, FSA funds. Um... Another one to keep in mind is flu shot. Yes, we covered this last episode too. Um, that was you... easily our grossest podcast, I think. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you didn't listen to it, uh, we highly recommend that you do. Um, we talk a lot about the flu, why you should get a flu shot, um, even though we're not doctors. Disclaimer. Um, 
and also the Black Death for some reason. The yeah. plague. Yeah, the Black Death, Black Death. Well, yeah, Black Plague. Yeah. yeah, the Black Plague for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. It just came out. Um, still checking <laughs> it. <laughs> still checking if uh, checking for Black Plague is FSA eligible. We'll see. We'll get back to you. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, that's that's inherently medical. Yeah. Hey, so, and it's a service, so uh, <laughs> it's right in. See, I'm doing my job as a producer. Um, so if, if there's any costs associated with the flu shot, like that's definitely something an FSA will cover. Um, if there's any other types of immunizations, so recent, uh, my sister just had a baby, so she wanted us to get a whooping cough and distemper shot. Um, so right. I, had, I literally didn't even know when the last time that was. So um, there was like a small fee associated with that and my FSA card covered that as well. So that's a good thing to keep in mind. Um, if you, for some reason, have a huge chunk of money left in, in your FSA... <laughs> you never know. Um, an FSA can also cover LASIK surgery. Um, that's like a... That's a huge one. That's a big procedure for people yeah, to get. I mean, that's vision correction. That's... Yeah. And I feel like... I think we've done enough... Um, we, we've produced and um, put out enough content to tell people that, yes, vision health is FSA eligible... But I feel like LASIK is, I feel like we, I, I'm pretty sure we wrote an article specifically to say that LASIK is FSA eligible mm-hmm. because it's, it's, a, it's a big one. And I feel like it's just hitting its peak in popularity. So, I mean, as, as easy as, as it is to buy prescription sunglasses and content lenses from FSAstore.com, um, if you want to go the LASIK surgery route, you can use your FSA funds or HSA funds for that matter to pay for that. Um, one, there are two um, medical, uh, what is it, specialties that I think a lot of people would assume aren't FSA eligible, but they actually are. And those two are uh, chiropractic care and acupuncture. Those are both fully FSA eligible, um, and you can use your FSA card um, at that specialist's office. I will note that in the past, we've had like, we've had some questions from people who said that Specifically in the case of acupuncture, um, every once in a while, uh, there are some benefits administrators that will ask for additional documentation to show that it will treat a certain medical condition, but by and large, it is eligible across the board. Uh, let's see, what else we got here? Oh, uh, oh, by the way, Sean, have you tried acupuncture before? I'm like really curious as have to... You? No, I have not. I've heard nothing but good things, okay. and it's... I, I don't know. <laughs> next episode uh, <laughs> podcast eligible a live recording while I'm getting acupuncture while we suddenly and violently go visual <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> anyway um, so another, uh, another one to keep in mind is uh, orthodontics so if you or um, one of your dependents is uh, wants to get braces Invisalign something like that um that would also be eligible. Uh, but again, keep in mind that um, when you pay for it, um, you have to pay, either pay it in installments or uh, pay for certain things with, that fall within your plan year. Um, most orthodontists will help you kind of figure out a way to work around that. So that's a good thing to keep in mind. Um, cool, cool. We sell a number of um, uh, insoles and uh, foot care products on our site, but if you do need specialized orthotics for your shoes, whether you have like flat feet or like pronation issues, things like that, 
Um, orthotics are covered as well, so that's another thing to keep in mind during this time of year. I feel like too, I mean, uh, Dr. Scholl's Dr. products are awesome. Um, they're really good um, just to relieve some stress from your feet. Um, but I feel like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like in the holidays too, everyone is just like on the move all the time, whether it's Christmas shopping and travel and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. that I think foot care is important. Don't let it fall by the wayside. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like I try to think of a pun, but I couldn't. I, I, I have actually failed. worn orthotics before because I have, I have huge feet, but they're also like canoes. So <laughs> <laughs> like, go in visual once again. I, well, I remember the, the guy who made my orthotics just like, what, what is going on? Like, what is this? I almost had to insert a bleep right there in post. Thank God. I stopped myself. It's fine. Because there was an expletive <laughs> in that actually happening. Um, and then uh, uh, two more for you in, in terms of services to, to keep in mind are Oops, um, allergy testing. So if you find yourself allergic to the Christmas decorations or anything else uh, going on, or fall allergies with like ragweed or something like that, um, if this could be the perfect time to go see an allergist or another type of specialist who deals with that to uh, do allergy testing, that's fully eligible as well. And uh, the last one I wanted to touch on is actually a question that we get a lot from people and it's travel for medical care. So if you, for any reason, have to travel uh, to see a specialist or to get a medical procedure, you can uh, write off some of that expense and make it tax deductible. So uh, travel for medical care, so tolls would be covered uh, if you wanted to pay for it with your FSA funds. And the IRS has a mileage limit where they will actually reimburse you through your tax return for each mile that you travel for medical care. So in 2018, wow. they will reimburse you 18 cents per mile. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. Um, and that kind of fluctuates each year, like the FSA contribution limit, it's kind of adjusted for inflation. We're just going to pretend that somebody asked that in the eligibility question of the month, <laughs> and that is your answer. You're welcome. Uh, I mean, to me, it seems like it, it, it's more trouble than it's worth, but I guess if, if you're traveling a lot for medical care, I mean, every little bit helps. Yeah. I mean, I'm, oh, not, I agree. I'm not going to judge anyone's <laughs> decisions on that, but uh, it is available and um, it is something to consider if, if you have a lot of expenses that you incur from traveling. Well, thank you for joining us today, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next month for our 1231 Deadline Spectacular. Bye. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in to Podcast Eligible. Remember to visit fsastore.com and hsastore.com for the largest selection of eligible products.